Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and in this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of October 16th. The theme of this week is walk by faith, not by sight. As we talked about last week, Mars is in a square to Neptune. Mars in Gemini, a sign about communication. Neptune in Pisces, a water sign that makes one think of spirituality, our intuition. And yeah, so the way forward is a bit cloudy because Neptune is the planet of illusions and delusions. Mars and Gemini, we can think about that. Gemini rules all transportation. And so this square that was exact on October 11th, there'll be two other hits, but it's going to be so close to orb over the next month or two that I feel like there is going to be this need for us to move forward as Mars is going to retrograde starting October 30th, but it's going to be foggy and misty and cloudy. So there's going to have to be a connection into our intuition and into our faith as we take action. So today I'm having a free webinar If you did not sign up, you'll be able to view the recording on YouTube. It's about Scorpio season and about, you know, this Mars retrograde as well as the eclipses coming up. So hopefully you signed up for that. There's still time to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com if you want the link to join. But what I've done is I have done a forecast for each of the 12 signs about where Mars is going to go retrograde in your chart, as well as how the eclipses are going to be impacting you and some three-card oracle reading to help you help you kind of navigate this big energy that is coming up. So you can go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com. It's on the home page, as well as you can get it on my snip feed, and the link will be in the bio. So there are three big things I want you to think about this week. The first is that there's going to be a last quarter moon at 24 degrees of Cancer tomorrow, October 17th, where the sun will be on the fixed star Arcturus. The sun will be at 24 Libra, the moon at 24 Cancer. They're in a square. This is the last quarter square, which is the psychological integration phase. So that's when we think back to where we started and where we are now. What lessons have we learned? What left do we need to release in order to move forward? And Libra is the sign of relationships and Cancer is the sign of what makes us feel safe. It's also about home, family, and foundations, ancestral wounds, and that sort of thing, and ancestral knowledge. And so this moon phase family, 
began on July 20th of 2020 when there was a new moon at 28 degrees of Cancer. The first quarter moon moved back into, or I should say forward into where the sun was at zero degrees Taurus and the moon was at zero degrees Leo. So there may have been at that time because, you know, it began in the pandemic where we were, it was becoming very clear this thing was not ending anytime soon. And by April 19th of 2021, where there was a moon at zero degrees Leo, which is just two degrees away from that 28 Cancer, there was a need to think about how could you find that fire of independence, joy, and life and still feel secure, Taurus, as we were moving forward in this new world. The full moon was on January 17th, 2022, where the sun was in Capricorn and the moon in Cancer, both at 27 degrees. And so again, feelings of working on, you know, going out in the world and how we wanted to move forward with our careers, our status and our reputation versus, you know, changes at homes, foundations and safety and those sorts of issues. And now we're at the last quarter phase where the sun is in Libra, how are we finding balance and the moon in Capricorn in ways that make us feel safe? How are we working on our relationships? How have our relationships changed over this long last 27 month cycle through a lot of upheaval and chaos? And I really want to congratulate people who have you know, their relationships have become stronger throughout this. So many people are getting divorced or there's just like a constant turmoil within relationships through all these ups and downs. So this is a great time to think about making repairs for relationships. What have you learned? What are you going to do differently? That sort of thing. And it's especially helpful that the sun is on the fixed star Arcturus. So that's the hunter who begins to farm. And it's a pathfinder. So if you're someone who has split up with your spouse or partner, this is a, a time where you can think about how have you pivoted through this time of upheaval. And it's a great time to brainstorm ideas on how you're going to move forward because there is a grand trine in air. Air is about ideas. Air is about connecting with others. So Venus and the sun are conjunct in Libra, Saturn's in Aquarius, and Mars is in Gemini. And Mars is trying Venus and the sun. So some people will be deciding, you know, this relationship is not working. It's time to go. And this energy will help you like have some optimism as you move forward to going to where you need to go in the next phase. Mercury's also back on the crown star of diadem at nine Libra. And that was where it went retrograde back, it seemed like ages ago, and it was one of the toughest Mercury retrogrades I personally have ever experienced. Diadem is the crown star. And so, yeah, you can think about how you're going to like keep your crown on straight and deal with any conflict because when there's a trine, Mars trine, the sun and Venus, there can be an easy access to conflicts. How are you going to keep your crown on straight despite any conflict? 
We've got Mercury out of its shadow of the retrograde. So communication should be a little bit better and a little bit smoother, although Mars is about to go retrograde and that and the fact that it's, you know, squaring Neptune right now makes things a little bit difficult. But if you, you know, move forward slowly and deliberately, you should be okay. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that Venus is going to go what's called Kazemi on Saturday at 2.17 p.m. Pacific time. I want you to mark your calendar. When a planet goes Kazemi, it's going through the heart of the sun. It burns off the old stories and it's a purification by fire. It's also, con- the sun is considered the king. So when you a planet goes Kazemi, it almost like has the ear of the king. So Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony is in its home sign at 29 degrees Libra and the sun will be at 29 degrees Libra. Now 29 is a karmic degree. This is a very interesting with all of the other things that are going on right now, but it's nice because this is the first time the Kazemi is happening in over a hundred years in the sign of Libra. It's been happening in Scorpio And Scorpio is a sign where Venus is in detriment. She can't do the things she wants to do with ease and flow. She's out of her depth. So in Libra, she has the ability to make peace, to bring harmony, to balance situations. So think about being the peacemaker. How can you infuse love, beauty, pleasure, contentment, and gratitude in your life? I pulled the card Faded Meetings from the Akashic Tarot deck, one of my favorites. It's on my Amazon storefront. You can see it at the link in the bio. And it's card number seven. And in astrology, the seventh house rules relationships. And so this week, you know, you may meet people. It could be at work. It could be a romantic thing or just a neighbor or someone that you meet has the ability to bring some sweetness into your life or help you in some way, maybe through a conversation. Yeah, I really like this in terms of Venus being in Libra, Kazemi. little concerned about the 29th degree because things tend to happen like both the sun, the creative force of the sun, which puts a spotlight on things, and Venus at the 29th degree of Libra, which rules peace, about to both of them go into Scorpio. Hopefully this is not the end of, you know, world peace or anything. But anyway, yeah, with everything that's going on in China and Russia, yeah, there's a lot going on that's concerning in the world. But I like this transit. And Venus makes this beautiful five-pointed star in her sky, the sky that she traces in this eight-year pattern. Yeah, so this is the superior conjunction. There'll be a link to the five petals of Venus, or you can just Google it. It's so fascinating that, you know, the human psyche has given the planet Venus, making it the planet of love, beauty, and harmony as it makes this beautiful, absolutely beautiful pattern in the sky. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Saturn, which is currently in Aquarius at 18 Aquarius, is going direct on Saturday and is going direct trine Mercury in Libra 
in square Uranus in Taurus. So there's like a very exact square. So five days before and five days after uh, when a planet stations, there can be intensity around the topics it rules. So Saturn rules discipline, hardship, success after hard work, rules, restrictions, authority, that sort of thing. I wonder if we're going to see a real big crackdown on protests. Iran comes to mind with this. But in our own lives, things that were stalled can get a new life. Ideas can move forward again. You can feel a sense of forward momentum to take action, to secure your legacy, to get stuff done. When Pluto went uh, stationed retrograde, one of the big stories was, you know, this talk about nuclear war came back into our collective with what's going on in Russia and Putin making threats. And the president of the United States, Joe Biden, talked about things haven't been this tense or haven't been this close to Armageddon since the Cuban Missile Crisis. And then the Ukrainians blew up that bridge between Crimea and Russia. This is all very in line with uh, astrology. So blowing up the bridge was interesting because Mars and Gemini attack on transportation. Gemini rules transportation. Mars attacks square Neptune over water, a bridge over water. Neptune rules the sea. And Mercury square Neptune, excuse me, Mars square Neptune. Hopefully I've been saying Mars because it was Mars square Neptune. That is aligned with what happened. And it happened the day that Pluto was getting ready to station that they had the big explosion catastrophe. So in line with the astrology, which is kind of ratcheting up the war. Now I taped this ahead of time. Hopefully nothing horrible happened on October 11th when Mars and Neptune squared exactly for the first time, but this is the sort of thing that happened. So Saturn, we'll see what goes on when Saturn squares Uranus. We've been having all kinds of upheaval and things, but on the bright side, you may get momentum to move forward. On Sunday, the word of the day is preparation. I suggest that people get prepared for the retrograde, the Mars retrograde that's going to start on October 30th, and think about how you move through the world, especially in terms of like you're traveling. Are you walking quickly, like distracted by your phone and things like that? Because accidents can happen when Mars goes retrograde. So do some reflection about how you're going to slow down, how you're going to use your breath as a tool to calm any nervous energy, things like that. As we start the week, the moon is in cancer. So great time to do some body scanning and body knowledge. Feel into your gut about your level of anxiety or frustration or agitation. The skies are mostly calm on this day. We are going to have the Mercury, the planet of communication, King Ung's Juno, the asteroid of partnership. Juno's in Pisces, Mercury's in Libra. And so just caution people that like a conversation going sideways can cause some disillusionment in relationship or This could be someone getting ghosted by, you know, someone they've been dating and things like that. The sun is also King Kong's Neptune. 
puts a spotlight on your romantic illusions, there may be some adjustment to them based on conversations or lack thereof. And like a little bit of sad feelings are possible because Venus is contraparallel Chiron, the wounded healer. So if there's some hurt in relationships, just treat yourself kindly and gently, but get prepared for the Mars retrograde. And I really suggest you don't start firing off angry texts or anything or, you know, hostile verbal missives in reaction to any hurt feelings. On Monday, the word of the day is reflection. This is the day of the last quarter moon at 24 Cancer. The phase starts at 10.14 a.m. And really consider how you can be a pathfinder with the sun on the fixed star Arcturus. Find new ways to work in relationships or find ways to work outside of your relationships, whatever is needed. So as I said yesterday, Mercury was King Kong's Juno, the asteroid of partnership. Today, Venus is King Kong's Juno. King Kong's can move you into new situations where you need to release something. The last quarter moon, what can you release? Also, the moon will go into Leo at 9.44 p.m. Pacific time. So if you're awake, you may notice an uplift in your emotional experience because Leo is a fire sign. So moving out of that water into fire can just kind of lift our mood. So see how that goes for you. On Tuesday, the word of the day is enjoyment. Not much is happening in the sky except Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony, and its home sign of Libra is in a trine with Mars in Gemini. So this could be a wonderful day to just have some great conversations that can be witty and fun. I highly suggest, you know, going out to lunch with someone or dinner with your loved one or your family or whoever. Do something where you connect with someone and have an enjoyable conversation with Venus and Mars in a smooth trine in air. And the skies are pretty quiet. On Wednesday, the word of the day is deliberate. This could be the toughest day of the week. I love a Leo moon with that fun, fiery energy, but this is the day that the moon will square the nodes. And so you may have an emotional choice that will lead to emotional feelings that will lead to actions that can take you on a high road or a low road. The moon will also square Uranus and then oppose Saturn. So this is when we remember to not break down to break through because the sun will square Pluto. So this is very explosive energy where people can get into power struggles. So be deliberate in how you act. And later in the day, Venus squares Pluto. So both the sun and Venus are squaring Pluto. And yeah, there can be tension between three or more people, power struggles, someone trying to dominate someone, that sort of thing, especially in relationships. The sun is at... 26 Libra, and then Venus will get there, and Pluto's at 26 Capricorn, where it's been for quite a while. 
On Thursday, the word of the day is devotion. So now for the rest of the week, Venus and the sun will be traveling together at the same degree. They are in what's called a, for the most part, a a partile conjunction. That means the same degree, although sometimes in horary, you can look at it as three degrees. It's a, a signal that something's very meaningful when one of the significators is an apartheid, anything with another planet by aspect. So anyway, I digress. The word of the day is devotion. This is a time to feel the love. Mercury in Libra is parallel Neptune, like really can feel the dream. This is very creative energy. This could be a beautiful day for an artist to create something. The moon will move into Virgo at 9.25 a.m. Pacific time. So for an artist might have had this big vision and dream while the moon was in Leo, and now they're ready to get to work now that the moon is in the earth sign of Virgo and put the tools to the paper to get to the final beautiful project. Yeah, I love this energy. I love Virgo moons. I get so much done. They're the chop wood, carry water. But you can think about there's this element of service and being devoted to the things you love in Libra season. And yeah, taking action to bring some beauty into your life or work. And on Friday, the word of the day is intuitive. The only big thing happening is that we have move into the balsamic moon phase at 13 degrees of Virgo at 11 a.m. Pacific time. The balsamic moon is the last two and a half days. The moon releases the last of her light. You can see that, you know, the sliver in the sky. And yeah, it's a time to get quiet, to get intuitive The moon's in Virgo, so you can imagine that priestess archetype that you just have some inner knowing as you connect in with yourself, and we always should slow down and not push ourselves when there is a balsamic moon. This can be a very romantic evening. Yeah, I think it's a great time for an evening in, I would recommend, with this beautiful energy. And on Saturday, the word of the day is commitment. This is a big day. This is the day that the sun and Venus meet at 29 degrees of Libra and Venus goes Kazemi into the heart of the sun. It's so interesting because the sign of Libra, this is the last day of Libra season. And the sign of Libra, Venus rules Libra and Saturn is exalted in Libra, and this is the day Saturn goes direct. So when we think about Libra, it's about love, beauty, harmony, and all of those kind of things, but it's about a committed love. It's about the partnership and about the duties in partnership and obligations and restrictions, but that we do for a reason of, you know, being committed to something that has staying power and in the long term. So these are wonderful things to think about. Also, the moon will go into Libra at 6.23 p.m. Pacific time, emotionally connecting you into what you want to be committed to. So I think it's fascinating that the sun, moon, and Venus are all in Libra 
the Kazemi is happening and Saturn is stationing retrograde all on the same day. Really a fantastic time to do some journaling or writing about love, about gratitude, about your commitments and that sort of thing. Yeah. So you can go to my website or the snip feed link in the bio and grab the Scorpio season forecast videos because it's going to be a lot and exciting and intense and revelatory. You might get part of the story today because Mercury is King Kong's Uranus, both at 17 degrees, Mercury at 17 degrees of Libra, Uranus at 17 degrees of Taurus, both reporting into Venus. Yeah, you might get a story about your experience with the eclipses because the second eclipse is going to activate Uranus at this 17 degrees of Taurus. So stay open for downloads, exciting downloads about how to connect with what you love. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about how you experienced the transits this week or any other things. Take care and I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 